Welcome to the KPMG Tax Now podcast. In this podcast, we explore some of the more complex matters across tax, economics, regulation, and compliance. Each month, we meet with KPMG's foremost experts and other special guests to unpack key issues faced by taxpayers around the globe. unparalleled disruption for Australian importers and exporters, support for Australia's national economic recovery will be provided through immediate tax relief for brewers and distillers, ongoing assistance for agricultural importers and exporters, and a focus on simplifying Australia's trade system and reducing biosecurity red tape. Hello, my name is David Sofra, partner in charge, indirect tax and regional leader of KPMG's payroll services practice. I'm joined by Leonie Ferreta, who's with me, a KPMG partner and regional ASPAC leader for Trade and Customs. Today, we'll touch on the measures in the 2021 federal budget in relation to trade and indirect tax. Leonie, I see there are some additional incentives for brewers with an increase in their excise rebate from 150,000 to 300,000. Hi, David, and thanks for that intro. Um, Yes, there's always something in the budget for beer, uh, very traditionally Australian. So um, previously, uh, brewers were entitled to um, an excise rebate of up to 60% of their annual cap of 100,000. So essentially um, an incentive for brewers and distillers. Uh, The federal budget's now increased that cap um, to a maximum of uh, 300,000, 350,000, I should say. And that brings the brewers in line with the wine equalisation producer rebate scheme, which provides uh, support for wineries. You know, this is a really welcome measure. This industry actually employs 15,000 Australians. So um, always good to see uh, a little bit of extra incentive for um, our alcohol industry. Um, In addition to that though, on an excise front, We've also seen um, an increase in the uh, road user charge. So the road user charge um, uh, ties into the fuel tax credit scheme, which is essentially an excise credit. Um, This will increase government revenue by 73 million. And the increase is actually um, from 25.8 cents to 26.4 cents per litre. So essentially decreasing the amount of um, fuel tax credit heavy uh, vehicle road users um, uh, get when they actually uh, make their claims. Um, The road user charge does actually uh, have played an important part in our economy. It does contribute to our national road maintenance and construction. So um, I can see uh, potentially with falling excise rates over the years when electric vehicles, et cetera, are coming into play, I can see why that would, would happen. Export diversification remain on the government's agenda, Leonie. What do we see as the key packages announced for our exporters? This is really welcome. Um, Export diversification is so incredibly important for Australian uh, businesses uh, and exporters, obviously. But also, you know, it's been a really, really tough year. And on the back of last year's budget, there was a $1.5 billion modern manufacturing strategy, which focused on areas of... um, export priority being the resource uh, technology sector, critical minerals, food and beverage, uh, medical, recycling, clean energy and defence. So this year the government's announced $198.2 million to further support and assist export growth and diversification. 
20 million to deliver a global resource strategy. And of course, um, during this period of really constrained air travel and most of our cargo, um, critical export cargo, such as agriculture does travel by air, they have uh, extended the international freight uh, assistance mechanism. This is really, really critical for our high value uh, and time sensitive perishable goods to get them to international markets. Um, if I go on to think about export diversification, you know, KPMG um, through a number of initiatives that we've had over the years, including our Access Asia initiative, have really been encouraging our clients to think more broadly than the narrow markets that some of them um, some of them export to. So, you know, most people would be surprised to know that the Australia's has more exporters exporting to New Zealand than any other market. Uh, we have so many free trade agreements. You know, we have free trade agreements with all of the Asian, um, or pretty much all of the As Asian countries. We have our ASEAN agreement. We've got our regional and comprehensive economic partnership agreement, which we think will come into play next year. And it's it's really time for Australian business to think more broadly than just you know New Zealand, just China, just the US. We've got some really major economies um, sitting on our doorstep, uh, Indonesia being one, uh, and Vietnam's growing at a rate of knots. And we should really be thinking about how we do business with with other um, with other countries. So export diversification and more spending in this budget. Uh, on that um, is extraordinarily welcome uh, for those of us in the trading community. And commitments to reducing red tape in international trade are no doubt greatly welcomed. So much red tape. Okay, this it, it's a really it's really a big complaint, uh, inbound and outbound. Okay, so anyone who's involved in the international trade community um, knows that um, you know they are reporting information, the same information to multiple government agencies um, over uh, any period of time in relation to a single export or a single import. And we really do need spending on a single window to government. I mean, this is a really big task and there've been a number of studies that have already been undertaken in relation to a single window. Um, this budget has contributed another $37.4 million to assist with trade modernisation. Um, over three years. I can tell you it will take a lot more than 37.4 million to establish a single window to government, but any spending that will actually uh, look to decreasing red tape in the international trade um, community will be very, very welcome. Uh, we've also seen um, 5 million contributed to reform our anti-dumping regime. So we have, um, like most countries, an extraordinarily complex anti-dumping regime. Um, hopefully we'll see um, this spending make it a little bit easier, not just for Australian businesses who make anti-dumping complaints, but for those businesses who are actually responding to um, uh, anti-dumping uh, complaints. So those uh, businesses that are importing into Australia. So hopefully we'll see a little bit more of a streamlined anti-dumping regime. Uh, the big spend this year though, uh, for red tape reduction, was 411 million uh, for a really extensive biosecurity program. Now this includes new funding for arrangements to uh, reduce biosecurity red tape, of which there is a lot, uh, reduce timeframes and costs for importers, 
in Australia's agricultural sector. Um, I, I see, you know, a single window, uh, reduced red tape um, in agriculture will just make it so much easier for the Australian exporting community to do business, to diversify into the markets that we spoke about. And, um, you know, so, yeah, another another um, big spending budget uh, for trade um, and it's extraordinarily welcome. Thank you so much, Leonie, for those informative insights. That concludes our podcast in respect to the, the federal budget and its indirect tax and trade consequences. You can find further budget analysis on the KPMG Australia website. We thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of the KPMG Tax Now podcast. If you'd like to ask us a question, please send us an email at kpmgtaxnow at kpmg.com.au. Be sure to subscribe at kpmg.com forward slash au forward slash tax now or follow our LinkedIn page, KPMG Tax Now Insights. That's all for now. We look forward to sharing more insights with you soon.